Welcome back to BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Aaron Hawksworth and Jim Rodriguez with you on this Tuesday. We thought this would be a good time to check in on MLB win totals. I remember talking about some of these with you because I remember that we were talking about the Dodgers before the season started and we were aligned on that one. So we'll get to that in a second. But first, there is a new show alert. Don't miss the debut of BetQL Tailgate Kickoff Saturday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern with Ryan Horvat. He's here to gear you up for an action-packed day of college football, whether you're a season better looking for last-minute edges or a newcomer eager to dive into the world of college football wagering. This show is for you, so check it out Saturday morning. So let's take a look at win totals in the National League, and there are some, J-Rod, that are going to be sweaty, very sweaty. (laughs) Put some asterisks by them. Definitely want to keep an eye on these. Let's start with the Phillies, okay? Right now, they're 67 and 57. 88 and a half was the win total. They're projected to finish at 87 and 75, so it seems like that one will come right down to the wire. They've actually won 68 games. Sorry, had to update you on that. But 20 and 17 down the stretch. So that one with the Phillies, sweaty. Yeah, it's so funny. You know, I was on the show, you know, during spring training with you and and I listened to Jake and his pearls of wisdom. And, you know, I, I, told, I definitely tailed him with the Diamondbacks and the Diamondbacks were projected at 75 and a half at the, at the beginning of the season. And they're only 11 wins away with, with you know, just under 40 games to go. So it, it looks good, but it, it's, it looked a lot better a month ago when they were steamrolling oh, yeah. uh, in, in that. So they, they have hit a bump in the road. And, but I think Arizona fighting for that wild card. Arizona sitting at 65 wins, so they need 11 more wins. And I, they need, I think they have 38 games left. So I think we're in good shape. But, man, the, the, the one thing that I was wrong uh, was the Padres. And that will teach me as a Dodger fan to bet Ooh. on the Padres. I had them over 93-and-a-half wins. And, and they, they, they basically have to go 34-and-4 down the stretch to, to, to hit that number. Uh, oh, my gosh. By beating the Marlins, but uh, they ain't going to get that. So, <laughs> but but that will teach me to, 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 to deal with San Diegans. Yeah, so Fangraphs has the Padres projected at 80 wins when this is all said and done. So that will be 13 and a half under that win total of 93 and a half. So that'll be tough. Let's circle back to the Diamondbacks because I think Jake is mad at me now. So 75 and a half uh, was the win total and Fangraphs projects them to finish with 82 wins. I think they can do it right now. They've got 64. Yeah. I mean, 82, we clear by, uh, I mean, basically a country mile at that point. I mean, five wins. Like, but it's, we got lucky because the Diamondbacks were on a 10 game losing streak. They looked absolutely atrocious a couple weeks ago. Then they go seven and two or seven and three in their last 10. So it looks a lot better. They came around despite Corbin Carroll, not playing well at all. Everyone else has kind of picked up the slack. Gallon and Merrill Kelly have been good. Uh, Brandon fought has been pretty good since he got recalled from triple a. So 
We're looking okay. This is basically exactly how we expected it to go. Uh, in spring training, I said, like, I thought they were more of a 500 team, maybe like an 82-83 win team. Um, and then they got out to that incredible start, looked like a playoff team. And I thought we were just going to – I thought it was going to be like the Orioles like because the Orioles were basically the same number, maybe within a win or two. And I, they've already cleared that. They're at the number. Like yeah. the Orioles are at we'll seventy-seven that. right they now. So, yeah, like, I thought it was going to be the same situation. Like, I thought we were going to walk right to this with the Diamondbacks, and they had to make it sweaty. Got people in my mentions be like, "Are we going to get there?" I don't know, man. I'm just as nervous as you are, but it's fine. Everything's fine. We're going to be fine. You know who's going to walk right to it this week? Most likely, the Reds. Their win total yep. 65 and a half. Right now they've got 64 wins. They're projected to finish with 81. That's a layup for the Reds yeah. if you bet the over. And listen, I, I, I thought it was too, too small of a number, and they're going to hit it this week, are the Washington Nationals. Their, their number was 59 and a half when the season started. And I said, no way. I mean, I thought they were going to be bad. I thought they were going to have a losing record, but they're not, they weren't going to be historically bad like that. And they, they're sitting mm -hmm. at 57 wins. So they, they could get it, ironically enough, they could get it against the Yankees this week or the biggest disappointment uh, probably in all of baseball next to the Mets. But 59 and a half, the Nationals need to get to 60 wins and they're sitting at 57 right now. Um, and, you know, Mike Rizzo and Dave Martinez actually got rewarded with contract extensions, the GM and the manager uh, of the Nationals. It, it wasn't that much of a surprise for me that the Nationals hit their win total. I was shocked that Cincinnati hit their win total. That, that was, mm -hmm. that was a, above and beyond what they've done out there. Yeah, I remember you saying that about the Nats during spring training when you were filling in and uh, you were right. I mean, that one is looking like it's in very good shape. A couple that are going to come down to the wire, 85 and a half. They're projected to finish at 87. Oh my gosh, that one will be super sweaty. <laughs> and then the Pirates, 68 and a half, the win total. Right now they've got 55 wins. Fangraphs has them finishing at 72. So they might just clear it by a win or two, but it sounds like it could just be right there for the Pirates as well. Yeah, the, an, another sweaty one, and I had the under on this, and I feel bad because it's my team, but business is business, Aaron. I had the Dodgers under 95 and a half wins, and they're, they're, they're leading the division by 12, which I, I'm shocked. I didn't think they'd leave their division by 12 games, but they're sitting on 76 wins. So, you know, they're, they're 20 wins away from hitting that number, so they'd have to go something like 20 and 15 down the stretch, which the way they've been playing, they should be able to get that. But it's crazy looking at my team and hoping that they don't win 96 games. But with a 12-game lead, I, I can afford to, to, to say, listen, let, let, let's take the foot off the accelerator a little bit. Let's see what the kids got, and let's get ready for the playoffs. But, man, Dodgers are, are making me sweat that 95 and a half. We're so dumb, J Rod. Yeah. We're so we're so dumb. I took that too. We're just like here we were saying like, oh yeah, the Dodgers lost Trey Turner and Justin Turner and the rotation. Nope, doesn't matter. Just doesn't matter. They've played 123 games. They need 20 wins over the final 39. So they got to go 20 and 19 to hit the number. Like yeah. we're just so dumb. We're just dumb idiots who for doubting the Dodgers. That's all. And I'm never gonna do it again.
I mean, I do remember there being a lot of mixed reviews on the Dodgers, you know, around spring training. Some people were like, they might be better this year. And then other people, no. I mean, I do remember people having mixed reviews on that win total. Some liked the over and some did like the under. Yeah, I thought they'd be a playoff team. I thought that they'd get in, yeah. Um, but I thought they'd have to do it, you know, the wild card way, and they have to go on the road as a wild card team. But at this point, they're looking at a first round bye, they're, and they're actually trying to run down Atlanta <laughs> for the best record in the National League and the number one seed. It's it's amazing. Maybe this year Dave Roberts will get consideration for Manager of the Year. I mean, I, I always think it's harder to win when you're supposed to win. You know, that's why Joe Torre never got it. Phil Jackson, you know, seemed to never get, you know, coach of the year honors. I, I think it's so hard to win when you're supposed to win because you got to keep everybody motivated. And I, I hope, hope Dave Roberts gets some votes because I think this is probably one of the most impressive jobs he's done in his tenure with the Dodgers. Did we talk about the Rockies? 65 and a half. Man. Right now, they've got 48 wins. That one just might go under. The projection by fan graphs is 62. Oh, man. Imagine if you just need a few more wins to get that over if you were betting the over. Or if you got the under, you might be sweating it out down to the wire with the Rockies. What has been your biggest takeaway this season from where we sit right now in terms of how you might be betting these win totals in the future? Anything that you've learned that you might do or incorporate next year? I think, I think you know, it's, it's almost kind of like college football. You know, you know who's going to be good. You have blue bloods, even though, even though teams come and go and there's, and there's a lot of free agency. But to me, teams that are supposed to be good will be good. Teams that are supposed to be bad will be bad. There are exceptions, obviously, in, in everything, like the Mets and the Padres and the Yankees, but we thought the Diamondbacks would be pretty good. They're pretty good. We thought the Dodgers would be good. They're good. You know, we thought the Rockies would be terrible, and they're terrible. So it, I would, I would <laughs> say, you know, what, what you don't let your eyes fool you. What you've seen is what you're going to get, and, and, and don't fall in love with, you know, Oh, you know, there's always going to be the Cincinnati Reds coming out of nowhere. Nobody's got that. Anybody that says that they had the, the Reds over win total either works for the Reds or is related to a Red, and maybe they would even – it really didn't do it. But I, the teams that are good are going to be good, so go with what you know. It's like a stock. You know, you, you know the big stocks are going to do well. Go with that. I wonder if you can look at like the farm systems though, you know, with a team like the Reds and the young stars that they have, Orioles have been, and we'll get to them in the American league, but they seemed like a team that, you know, would exceed expectations. They were there last year as kind of the red surprise, you know, team. And now here they are even better and and hit that win total this week. Um, the Diamondbacks, uh, another team that, you know, Jake put on our radar that could be really good. So maybe you need to look at some of these young stars and not so much like free agent, big name contracts. Yeah. And also you, you got it. You got to going back to what I was saying. Like the reason why I thought the nationals 59 and a half was too low is that at the end of the day, it's the same general manager and it's the same manager that won a world series. What? Four years ago, three years ago, so it's not like they forgot how to, uh, you know, get talent. It's not like they forgot how to manage. They're just in a rebuilding stage. So you've got to trust 
you know, you hate to say it, you trust the process, you trust the people that have won before that could put together a solid team. You know, Washington wasn't going to forget how to play baseball. They're not going to just disappear off the face of the earth. They've got quality people in that organization, despite, you know, having, having a rebuild and not wanting to spend that money. So it didn't surprise me that they would win. And plus, I just thought that win total was too low. Mm-hmm. One team that we didn't talk about is the Cubs. I'm curious Jake's thoughts on this one. Their win total 77 and a half. Right now they've got 64 wins and Fangrass says they're going to finish at 83. So about five and a half games above that win total. Does that surprise you, Jake? Or did you have a bet on the Cubs? Yeah, I mean, they'll probably clear it. They're playing really well, especially in the second half. I'm not, I'm equal parts surprised and not surprised, which is a great non-answer for me. Uh, Just in the beginning of the season, it was a stay away for me because the Cubs had this upside of being a playoff team. If Cody Bellinger played really well, like he has been, if the young guys like Nico Horner and Ian Happ have played well, like they have, and if the rotation was able to keep it together, I didn't see a Cy Young type of season from Justin Steele, but that potential was there. And Marcus Stroman was pretty effective all year before he got hurt, obviously. So the upside was there, but also there was an incredible amount of potential downside with the Cubs. If literally any of those things don't happen, especially Bellinger, if Bellinger's just an average player, the Cubs are nowhere near where they are right now. He's been the entire engine for that team. He's almost the entire reason that they're in this playoff race as it is. So it was a stay away for me. I know Joe O was kind of on the over because he was a little bit more convinced that things would come together for the Cubs. So credit to him. But for me, it was a stay away. If you were on the over, good for you. If you were on the under, tough loss. It could have easily gone the other way. Mm-hmm. Yep. Was there the bet that I made with you? the Cubs the bet that I made with the Cubs was that they would make the playoffs. I felt that was more of a value bet than, than, than the total. So I'm, I'm, I'm still hanging on for dear life there. <laughs> I was just curious if, uh, you know, Jake had any takeaways. He's been so good with these win totals and, pro- you know, yeah. projecting which teams are going to be good that we might not think about. Is there anything more that you've learned that you can add uh, to your toolbox for next year? I mean, going back to the Dodgers conversation, like my whole thing with going to that under was it's a really big number and they were dealing with a lot of roster turnover on the fringes. But at the end of the day, I was ignorant to the fact that they still had Freddie Freeman. They still had Mookie Betts. They still had Clayton Kershaw. And I just chose to ignore that because I thought that the sum of the parts wouldn't be enough to overcome what I thought was a vulnerable team and they just weren't because Freddie Freeman and Mookie Betts and all those stars are still really awesome. So that's just something for me. If you have superstars, you're probably going to be okay still. But the look at the Padres. Yeah. What's the argument for them? You know, they all hate each other. Back to what we were were saying, the Padres have never won while the Dodgers have won. So it's Ah, winning culture, the history. history, Got it. I'm with you. This is BetQL Daily presented by VetMGM. Up next, we continue the conversation with the American League win totals right here on the BetQL Network.